Welcome to All Along the Wasatch, a public affairs program produced by Bonneville Salt Lake City. If you would like to submit a request to be on the show, please email mparsons at ksl.com. Now, here's the host of All Along the Wasatch, Mike Parsons. My guest today is Lindsay Armstrong, and she and her fiancé, are we going to say that officially? Well, I'll call him that. Boyfriend, fiancé, significant other. We're getting married eventually. Dude you live with. <laughs> yeah. They are owners, and they run something called Clementine Ranch, which is in Harriman, and the website is clementineranch.org. And full disclosure, Lindsay's been a very good friend of mine for a long time. Oh, thank and you. And I think she is an amazing human, so. Oh, you're amazing, Mike. <laughs> thank you so much. Truly. So, let's start off with just kind of your, like, elevator speech about what Clementine Ranch is. Yeah, um, we're a farm animal sanctuary. So um, we are sanctuary for animals who've been rescued from something as sad as like abuse and neglect to something like, oh, I have a pig and I can't find anyone who will take care of my pig as a loving animal companion. Um, and our job is to just give our babies, as we call them, or our kids uh, their happiest lives, longest lives as possible possible and that's it <laughs> so these are farm animals that just need a place to be essentially they're they're no longer useful for for what they were doing or they were in a bad situation yeah uh it could be something like that um i'm thinking of uh typically with like pigs or even chickens um you know it like you said useful like chickens who mm. are no longer laying eggs a lot of times people might think oh they're no longer laying and so i, I don't have a use for them right. i need eggs from them um, well, they're living, breathing, sentient, adorable, amazing animals who, uh, in our eyes at Clementine Ranch, deserve to live lives and be loved. Um, so it would be, you know, taking in an animal like that um, and saying, no, we're going to give you a life like as if you deserve to live a life, even if you have nothing to give back to us, right. which is not true because they give back so That's much like, anyway, oh, yeah. right? All as you know, do. of course. So you and your significant, significant other. Rob Fenn have uh, been running Clementine Ranch since October 2020. Yes, sir. And you uh, renamed the ranch when you got there. What's the significance of Clementine? Oh, Clementine was my kitty. Uh, she was, I've had uh, quite a few animal companions in my life, but Clementine was my tiny orange cat that um, I adopted. I lived in Florida 10 years ago. I moved to Utah and um, uh, adopted her from a hoarding situation that the Humane Society of the United States came in and um, intervened and rescued. Um, there were 700 cats oh my goodness. that needed to be rescued from uh, the situation that was just terrible we watched a video on it and everything and they went in with like gas masks and um i went in knowing that these cats had been in you know come from a hard background and that they would take a lot of or need a lot of love mm -hmm. um and she was the first cat that i gravitated towards clementine um her name was deborah at the time and uh, she had no life in her eyes whatsoever mm. uh when i went in i was thinking i'm gonna adopt 
the cat that needs like all the help in the world that maybe has like no eyes because some of them had had their eyes oh burned gosh. out from ammonia buildup. Oh, like, wow. so I'm sorry to go there, but um, it was it was a sad situation, and I'm thinking I want to adopt the one that needs the most. And uh, I was reminded by my family members, you are just out of college and you don't have much money to take care for you know those kinds of needs. And I was like, that's true. So Clementine, she just pulled at me. I went and made sure that all the other cats that you know I went through the whole thing and didn't find anybody else that stuck out to me like her and came back and um yeah she was she came out of her shell within just like a few weeks of being loved and she was my best friend some people say like my soul cat or my soul insert animal um she was just super close to me and in a really really dark time in my life um I needed to keep going for Clementine you know I needed to take care of her and uh so she I truly believe she saved me multiple Mm. times um but she passed and uh Rob just knew how important she was to me and he said I think it would be really sweet if we honored Clementine uh and what she's done for you um in helping the animals it's a great name and a great story and thank uh, you so much for sure So you talked a little bit about this, kind of the philosophy behind the ranch and what you and what you hope to accomplish. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because obviously you can't save all of them. And I know that you want to. Um, So so what's that philosophy and what's your goal? You know, I'm if I can be honest, I'm really trying to figure out what the end goal is when it comes to like numbers of animals and things like that. It might be something that ebbs and flows. But the thing that will always be the goal is that everyone in our care lives a life with as little suffering Mm. as possible. Um, So that looks like, you know, supporting their lives with the best that we can give them um, and making the call that if they're in a body that's no longer, uh, you know, giving them the joy that they once had, that we do say, all right, it's time to end this suffering Mm -hmm. and, you know, call on the vets and help them move on. So the goal will always be, I guess I should say, to to just minimize suffering with everyone in our care. Um, I would love to be like, I want to save yes them all. It, yeah. it kills me, you know. We're we're actually at capacity right now and and can't take in anymore. Um, and especially with a lot of seniors, we have so many old animals, um, and they require more care, right. more time and attention too. And that's something that you have to take into consideration. You know, can I give everyone what they need? And um, I, I want to always be able to be at a point where I can do that, you know? Um, so numbers wise, I'm not quite sure. And I don't know how I um, will feel. It, it's a hard thing because it almost feels like never enough. Right. I'm working with myself yeah. with that too. So um, I, 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 and I guess I'll, we'll find out as we go. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was Mother Teresa and I'm just paraphrasing. She said something to the effect of, you know, you can't change the whole world, but you, you do the good you can in the place that you are. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like kind of what you're doing. Yeah, that, that sounds great and <laughs> and yes yeah, so, yeah i think that's great and if everyone did that yeah. we all did that even cuz sometimes people will say like oh i wish i could have this many animals and it's like if you have one animal that you give all the love to you know that's such a huge difference you know so i, I can't even imagine we have four animals at my house yeah and that seems overwhelming to me yeah so i <laughs> can't four e- do yes oh. it seems like we have more than we probably should have uh-huh. at four and how many animals do you have right now 100 and 40 right now total yeah so talk a little bit about your background and rob's background neither one of you really have a background in this area 
No,、uh, we work in music.、Um, I am a radio host, uh, and uh, Rob is a music photographer.、Um, and、uh, so, what makes those two people say, "Let's buy this ranch"? Right. <laughs> so,、um, I grew up. I mean, I've just always loved animals. And、um, uh, in 2009, well, in 2007, I started、um, eliminating animals from my diet and saying,、mm. "Like, I really love them. I need to probably." Take them off my plate for for my own souls, you know, to feel okay.、Mm-hmm. Um, so,、uh, and I became very passionate about、um, you know、uh, advocating for farm animals, animals that are looked at as as meals.、Um, and so I became vegan,、um, and you know, struggled with being vegan for for a few years, where I was like,、oh, I don't know if this is healthy for me, and landed back again on being vegan. I started volunteering at this farm animal sanctuary. Out in、mm. Harriman,、uh, under its previous ownership and name, and、uh, and that was the kicker for me. Just being with these animals, I was like, oh, now I know them personally,、right. and、um, my convictions got. It, it wasn't even a. It was a no brainer anymore, and for sure, I was just like hundred percent in it,、um, and became more passionate about helping farm animals.、Um, I had met Rob.、Um, A few years prior,、um, he was at the radio station、uh, doing an interview for a photography book that he had released、mm. for Rob Zombie. He had just come off tour with him and、um, uh, released this photography book,、um, and he had his dog with him in the studio. So when I went to go out to the restroom, I passed by the studio he was in and saw the dog stopped and talked to well the dog. <laughs> so you met <laughs> and, the dog first? Yeah, I know. Well, he will kid and say that you noticed the dog first, but I noticed. Just about him,、um, a light and a warmth, and it and it stuck with me. And I was just like, "Oh, who is that person?"、Um, we chatted for just a bit, and、um, I remember he he gave me some、uh, like he made a little joke about something about having a thirteen tattooed on my wrist, and I held up my wrist, and then he held up his same right wrist, and we both have that thirteens tattooed on our wrist.、And、I was like, "That's weird dun, too." Dun, dun. I know, and just <laughs> these weird little synchronicities. And then we realized like we stayed like kind of distant friends, and.、Um, He reached out to me a few years ago, saying, "I've just got off tour with Rob Zombie, who's also vegan, and I've gone 100% vegan.、Um, wanted to see if he wanted to grab a bite." And、uh, he used to be in radio back in the day too, and talk、um, animals and radio or puppies and radio. And I was like, "Yeah, I'll get around to it." And eventually, <laughs> we did go have just a,、um, a, a meal, a vegan meal, and we've been hanging out ever since that day. And、um, He saw how important it was to me,、um, the sanctuary, and being with the animals. And、uh, when the previous un- owner announced, well, she told me that she was、um, going to be headed back to the East Coast where she was from, and you know she'd been doing it for 22 years. And uh, uh, I came home crying because I didn't know what was going to happen to the animals.、Mm-hmm. Um, and Rob said, "Could we do this?" And I said, "No."、Uh, <laughs> I even told the previous owner at one point because.、Um, There was a. I saw how much struggle there was in it, you know.、Mm-hmm. And、um, I said, "It sounds like it'd be so great to have an animal sanctuary." And I see how much you struggle. And Rob said, "What if we can do, you know?" And he, his creative brain just started thinking about how we could, you know, have a greenhouse and and, and grow some food and and you know and. He comes up with all these ideas of things that we could do to be more sustainable, and、um, 
it had been a big dream of mine to have an animal sanctuary. But like I said, I told the previous owner that I I my, I don't think I could do it. Um, and it was interesting because another volunteer, somebody who volunteers with us now, had she was volunteering at the time and she had said the same thing. I remember you saying you didn't think you can do it. What's changed your mind? And I said, Rob's going to do it with me. You know, like so. So it's his big dreaming. Yeah. We, and um, and, um, you know, we 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 jumped on in. Uh, we talked about we were living in a bougie apartment downtown Salt Lake. And uh, and so we said, we're just going to take a, some transition. We have jobs and we're going to have to figure out how to make this all work. And the previous owner said, um, yeah. And we were going to do like a year transition. And then in two weeks, she was ready to go and make oh. it happen way sooner. So we jumped in and brought an RV out there and just started living there. And and yeah, dove right in. So. so you went from the bougie apartment downtown to an RV out in Harriman. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> loved every second of it? If I'm Almost. honest, no. No, no. <laughs> I mean, there were great moments, so many moments that we loved, but it's hard, you know. And then we ended up being in that RV for two years um, wow. while we fixed the house on the property after the purchase and stuff. And uh, um, still, yeah. So there, it, what we learned was we had a big project on our hands um, that we didn't quite foresee in full <laughs> going in. And you've, you mentioned the greenhouse and also... Rob had the idea to build a recording studio out there. Are, are those things still in the works? They're in the dream yeah. for sure. Okay. I would say the five-year plan. Um, we thought for sure that that would be something we jumped right into. Um, and we had a dear friend of Rob's that was going to be the um, engineer behind the recording studio. He is super immersed this person um his name was scotty and i say was because um what we didn't foresee is we lost him (laughs) last year but um he uh was immersed in the community and had all all, you know and the music community and had all these um friends and would tell them about the sanctuary and we're going to build a recording studio oops i dropped my phone sorry and um um they were all excited to come and we thought this is how we'll fund right the sanctuary you know because um, and this is something people are excited about and, and, and it was looking so promising. And, um, and, and then, um, we got a, we realized coming in, Scotty came out, moved out with us. He and his lady did in the RV, in their RV. Um, and what we all realized was there's a lot more work that needs to go into these animals mm-hmm. first. And we're going to have to put that on the back burner for a bit. So did that. But it's still in the dream. It is still in the dream. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, and, and, and yes. And once we can get to a point where we can help sustain, you know, the funding and stuff, it's going to be such a relief too. So. So you've been at it, what, about three and a half years now? Yes, sir. And uh, last, in 2020, I didn't know about this until I saw it on your website today, mm-hmm. that Billy Bob Thornton visited you in May of 2022. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I bet that's a story. Uh, that is a story. I I never thought Bad Santo would be at my well, home. And I yeah. loved the I loved the quote that Rob's or the you said. I never thought Bad Santa would be petting our pig. pig. Did I say that on? Is it on? on yeah, the it's website? on the website. Okay, yeah. that's that's exactly right. Yep. Yeah, um, thank you. He, so so. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton has a band. He's a great musician. I knew that, yeah. Yeah, the Boxmasters. I didn't know the name of the band, but okay. And um, through the music world and Rob's world, Mm. um, they 
crossed paths and became friends. And um, uh, the Boxmasters were passing through on tour. They mm. didn't have a show here in Salt Lake, but um, Rob said, if you want to come visit us, please do. And, uh, you know, I was like, yeah, sure. Billy Bob Thornton is going to come to our ranch, sure. And, you know, I was kind of like, well, we'll see. And sure enough, um, he came to visit Loved on all the animals. He fell in love with Mimi, one of our pigs in mm. particular. Um, but um, that guy is as down to earth as they come, must really? I say, like the most humble human being. Um, and and uh, yeah, he did. He he visited. He fell in love with Mimi and then our dog, Lacey, who's also a, a rescue. And um, uh, he, he was so kind enough to lend his voice to doing a little kind of uh, promo reel for, yeah, for, for the service announcement that's on your website Uh and I want to play that. Oh, cool. So, yeah, let's listen to that. Okay, cool. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Clementine Ranch is a place of compassion, life, creativity, and lives by the words of Buddha. May all that have life be delivered from suffering. You can learn more at clementineranch.org. So, please help. They really need it. So yeah, there's Billy Bob Thornton doing the voiceover on your public service announcement. That is so cool. It's pretty cool. I love that. (laughs) So you kind of talked about where the animals come from. Mm -hmm. Um, Is is it kind of one at a time or are there times where it's like, hey, listen, we've got these six animals. I know you're at capacity now, but Mm -hmm. where have these animals come from? So... uh in the past, um, they've come from, like I've said, uh, and th- well, I should say that we only took in a handful since we took so these over are still the sanctuary. The were there. So, the, yeah, so okay. I'm going by, you know, the stories that I've been told and um, of where they've come from, and it's hard because they're all rescues, and I don't have all the stories, but I do know a few of the stories. And you know, um, there were a couple of pigs who uh, were on their way to. Um, um, a very different future because they were loved companions mm. and the person could no longer care for them. Um, that's another thing that we I've learned about is uh, you definitely want to make sure that you will your animals and mm, that you yeah. have a plan in place for where they can go after. Because like I said, an animal like a, a pig or a cow, you know, when their caregiver passes away or it's a little um, different than it's, a, a traditional yeah pet. you can't it's harder to find, and you do risk like well you know they are an animal that you know is looked at as food so that's mm. that is a possibility you know if they end up in different hands um but yeah so these animals in the past uh, um, i'm thinking of harold our steer we have four steers who are um cattle that are males that have been castrated um harold came from oregon and we took him in in may 5th of 2021 um he's a scottish highlander so he's one of those fluffy cows Mm, and uh his mom who was an um, is an amazing woman she's still here she she um and her husband were splitting up and you know she's like i gotta change my whole life you know and she didn't have the resources to have land with her herald anymore Mm. so um and she reached out to a few places but it was states away to us here in utah before she could find somebody who would take in Harold and not, you know, treat him as, um, you know, food. So you are at capacity now, and I'm sure that people will reach out to you pretty consistently or show up oh, yeah. and say, we have this animal. Can you take them? That's got to be really hard for you. Yeah. 
that that is really hard because of course you always want to somehow justify you're like well can I can I just like I have the room I have the and it's like you have to consider too the emotional capacity of you know being able to care for like I said when you have a lot of seniors like we do too um, the time and the funds too you know if you're not doing anybody any good if you're just taking in and not giving them the life that they deserve right. the quality you know collecting That's you the know whole goal. Yeah. exactly um, we want them to thrive and not just exists. Um, so it, it is hard. We do get, I would say on average one daily. Wow. So some days it's like three and some days it's none, you know, but of a just, can you uh, take in my animal? And I, for the longest time, you know, it's why we did end up taking uh, in a few at the beginning. When we first took over, we had 203 animals wow. just in our care off the bat. And so, um, you know, and looking back that we could have been said, okay, that's enough right now you yeah. know of course i'm grateful for the babies that we do have sure. the 11 that we took in but um but so uh yeah it is hard and that's why um you know there are other rescues that do specialize it that are active rescues that specialize in you know foster they do foster programs so if you can help out that way or anything like that it's amazing um and adopting animals like this if you do have the means to have uh, you know a couple of goats that are great animals like please do adopt them you know there when when you can so you don't um, have to mow your lawn if you have goats right no you don't <laughs> we don't have a lawn so i wouldn't know <laughs> if we have goats <laughs> um i'm sure that you could not do what you do without volunteers um and yeah. i know that you've got kind of a situation right now where you're on hold with volunteers but you call them clementine caregivers which i always love alliteration yes so. me too <laughs> um, thank you yeah. so if somebody's interested in volunteering i know you're not taking on new volunteers now but plan to soon maybe talk about that a little bit yeah we talked about um well we realized we did have some new volunteers sign up in the winter and the winter is really hard um and so we thought it's going to be easiest to get people trained and stuff um starting in the spring again so we are going to start back up in the spring there's an application online um if you do submit an application at clementineranch.org where it says become a caregiver um we'll let you know that you're on the wait list and we'll get to the those on the wait list as soon as we can um but we're what we're going to do I'm exploring doing um, just like pop-up days where so if folks are following us um, at the Clementine Ranch on Instagram and at the Clementine Ranch on Facebook and we'll also post it on the website Um, but we'll do like hey Saturday the you know insert the day Mm -hmm. uh, come on down we'll have an open you know volunteer where people can come and just say I can give a couple hours of my time to help clean up and and we'll do you know that um but as of now the the folks who have become caregivers and who are in um they currently help us with the daily feeding and watering um and cleaning Mm -hmm. um it's usually one of us either rob or i that are also helping out on at least one of the shifts but you know that's so helpful when you have 140 animals if you get sick uh Mm -hmm. if you get hurt or if your partner is sick or hurt and so you're attending to them you know the volunteers have saved my life numerous times and I'm so grateful for them. Um, yeah, but we will be starting that back up and in, into the spring. And I, I think that's a really smart way to do it because somebody could want to help, but not know exactly what it's going to look like and to be able to go there and see it. Yes. And these are the sorts of things we need help with. That, exactly. that makes it easier. And thank you for saying that. Cause I should also say that we always do just like a tour first. Um, if you're signing up to become a caregiver, we say, come on out, see what it's about. Let mm-hmm. me show you so you can get an idea in your head. 
that way, if it's not what you're feeling, you can say, yeah, you know what, maybe it's not, you yeah. know, but um, for the most part, the animals just, everyone just wants to be with the animals and, and it's so good for both the animals and the humans. So Speaking of that, everyone mm-hmm. wants to be with the animals. This mm-hmm. is not a zoo. No. So is that, yeah, is that yeah. another issue you have with people wanting to come just see the animals? Yeah, we do have people uh, sometimes just showing up at front, like, how do we come in, you know, for a tour? And I'm like, it's our home right. and it's their home, you know. And um, and again, that's something I do know. I'm so cognizant that it is important for people to come make the connections mm-hmm. with the farm animals. So doing tours and things like this would be great. But um, don't just show up no, unannounced. Don't show up i'm hoping to yeah please don't um i'm i'm hoping that again we can do the, like maybe like those volunteer pop-up days that we could also do open house days um where we can just show people mm-hmm. um you know we work full-time and then care for the animals and i've i promise like it's hard i, I always want to explain like i promise i'm doing everything i can but i just um i also know of these ways that you know i'd things i'd love to do to really you know better involve the community um so let's talk about that, ways that people can help. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you have different sponsorship levels. People can go to clementineranch.org and just sign up to be a sponsor. But specifically, a hay drive. Tell us about the price of hay. Yeah. You probably know more about hay than you ever thought you would in your whole life. I. Yeah, that's exactly right. I don't even know that I want to know this much about it. No, <laughs> just kidding. No, uh, uh, yeah. Hay, um, it's pricey. Out here in Utah, it's a desert, right? So, um, And maybe you've heard stories of you know the fight when Great Salt Lake versus Alpha alfalfa for growing for cows we um we feed grass hay to our animals um our four-leggeds i should say um and hay alone we saw it go from eight dollars a bit or maybe it was eleven dollars a bill i'm blanking if it was eight or eleven when we first took over things in 2020 it's now eighteen dollars a bill and that's actually pretty good from what i've heard others are paying up to twenty four dollars a bill um and we feed five bales of hay a day um and when you have this many animals it's a lot so our, we monthly write a check for $2,500 to the hay guy. Um, <laughs> and that's just the hay. So that's not feed. We also right. do grains yeah. and, you know, other things. So, so, so we set up a hay drive. Um, and, um, I don't believe it's doing too well in donations because uh, we have gotten other donations via Venmo and things like this, but, um, specifically for the hay drive, I, I, we would love to know like, okay, we can plan that every month it's going to be at least $2,500 for that hay. Um, so fundraising for that would be amazing um, just to kind of get ahead of things. You so know? that's a great but, way to help if somebody wants to hop on the website. And then you have also an Amazon wish list, which I think is a great deal because yeah. or a great way to, to get people's help. Because a lot of times people don't want to just write a check. They want to want to donate something. And so you can go to that Amazon wish list and, and find something that's in the price you want to donate. Yeah. And that has things on there. Um, anything from like, you know, we have ranch kitties. We had some feral kitties. I laugh even saying feral because um, they're so not feral anymore, but uh, but that we 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 um, caught and got uh, neutered and spayed, and they live around the ranch. And um, you know, something like buying their cat food, their kibble is on is on the site, um, as well as like salt licks for the well, really all of the the four legged. Mm. Um, but the goats love them. Um, and then things like um, poultry grit and oyster shells. Chickens need to eat um, grit and oyster shells. It's good for them, and they're they're um, microbiome. It helps them ground up their food mm. that lives in their crop as like a whole 
holding bin before it gets to their stomach. Anyway, um, these are all little things you can buy. Yeah, yeah. and I and, and Amazon tried, really does sell everything. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and uh, we've tried to put in there the explanations as to like what the things are used for to, um, you know, um, and then and then there there are are items on there like um, that are involved in the preventative care. You know, we do hoof trims. I, I do hoof trims on the animals every Sunday. Um, pigs, goats, sheep. Uh, are that are animals that I can help with. The pros have to do the cows and the horses, you know, but um, I assist with the others or others assist me with. And so like uh, shears to clip their toes mm. are on the Amazon wish list. Just some options. The things you've learned. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> the Clementine Ranch is the uh, organization in Harriman. Learn more at clementineranch.org. And you mentioned on all the social media places as well. Mm-hmm. Is it pretty much at Clementine Ranch? Uh, we added a the because oh. the handle was already taken. So oh. it's at the Clementine Ranch. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or so the. go, go <laughs> check it out and look for ways to help. Um, there are lots of ways you can help. These animals, I'm sure if they could, would express so much gratitude to you. And I'm sure that oh. they do in their own way. They do. They do. They're so sweet. I mean, I'm so we're so grateful for them, you know. But yeah, their their love, their affection, it's more than enough, you know. It's great. That's an amazing thing. Again, ClementineRanch.org to go check out all the information. Lindsay Armstrong and your fiance, who you will marry at some point. I will. Rob Fenn, run this organization. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Mike. This is awesome, and I really appreciate just getting the word out. Thank you for listening to All Along the Wasatch with Mike Parsons. If you would like to submit a request to be a guest on the show, please email mparsons at ksl.com. That's mparsons at ksl.com. 